welcome to Monroe Must Hangs. I'm your host, David Spiegel. With me today, a very special guest, a former women's soccer star at Monroe, now playing at Long Beach State University out on the West Coast. Please welcome Marta Alemani Sanchez. Hello, how are you? Thank you so much, David. Nice to Good. be here with you right now. Glad you're here. Glad to have you on the show. You know, one of, uh, one of our recent stars and uh, someone who had a lot of highlights for my career so far at Monroe. So thank you for being here. Uh, let's just run down a few of the things you did for us at Monroe, especially in 2018. It's a very special year to all of us. 2018 national champion women's soccer team. You have the shirt on right there. Um, you had a historic season. Didn't lose a game. The team went 16-0-1 and all that went to you. Uh, number of shutouts that season, nine shutouts that season. Uh, the team climbed all the way from the near the bottom of the rankings to all the way to the top that year. Uh, so let's just go right into 2018. Like I said, you started at 16 in the rankings to start the year. I think everyone was a little bit unhappy about that one. Um, the season before was a little bit of a letdown. Um, a lot of injured stars, such as yourself, we'll get into that, came back the next year in 2018. Really made a big difference. We had a lot of great incoming freshmen and a lot of sophomores that were really ready to go. And the season got started off on a really good foot, just putting up really, really high scores against ranked teams. Um, let's just talk about the beginning of that season. Uh, what was it like going into the year with, you know, the number 16 ranking and knowing that you probably should have been better than that? Well, being honest with you, uh, I feel like that was a challenge for us, especially because we were ranked that number. We were every day fighting for getting the best results, not just like for waking up early and get to practice just because of how all the teammates we were getting along with each other I feel like that make us much better because we were like okay now we're 15 we are 13 every time we're getting better so I feel like that's really really a good feeling for every one of us so for us it was not fair it was just let's get it done guys and we're gonna get there now as I said it was a it was a pretty quick rise up the rankings from what I remember that I know we opened the year with a couple national rank, nationally ranked teams as well, went down to Florida and beat a couple more. It just, it just kept rolling. But before the season even started, the team was a little bit in flux with the coaching situation. The coach from the previous year had left right before the season and our men's soccer coach, Marcus DiBernardo and his assist, assistant, Jonathan Avila kind of took over the program and just jumped right in. They were running two programs at the same time, three if you count the JV men's soccer team too. So what was it like dealing with that to start your year? Being honest with you, I remember when when I got the no, the the news about that Edison wouldn't be our coach anymore, and all of us were a little bit shocked at the beginning. But once we got to New York and we went back to training, Marcus, Jonathan, and Kevin, and of course Buna, the goalkeeper coach, did a well like like unbelievable job. Like I remember Marcus when he was going like crazy just with training and everything just like you see him the whole time just training for us and then the men as well Jonathan Avila as well same thing grinding just for us and like to make sure that everything was fine and Kevin as well Kevin I think that he did a really good job always being there for us not just like on the field but on the field he was always super supportive and making sure that all of us were good and I feel like for us at the beginning as I said it was shocking but we were fine because Everyone was committed. The coaches were always there for us. And I think I, it couldn't be better than that. So I'm really proud of everyone. Of course, enough can't be said about the coaching staff that year, especially just everybody played their part and was so committed. You know, like you said, Kevin and Buna, as well as Jonathan and, and, and Marcus DiBernardo as well, just 
you know, really stepping in at the right time and just making sure everything worked. And it helps when the team is also very talented, you know, uh, having players such as yourself and everyone else that we could talk about um, really made a huge difference and probably made their job a little bit easier, I would say. Um, so you went through the year again. Uh, I remember one specific weekend that the team traveled up to Rochester to play Monroe Community College and who was number one at the time, Eastern Florida State. And both teams were highly ranked beat Monroe Community College pretty good. And then the next day, just I think it was about 16 hours later, you had to turn around and play the number one team in the country and played them to a draw. And I think that was really the sign that we knew that something really special was going on here. Um, do you remember that weekend and kind of what it meant for the team? Yeah, I remember. I mean, we were like, all right, they're most likely the best team so far, but who cares, right? Being honest with you, who cares? We are here. We are talented. We have been, not just because we are talented, but we have been working hard to just get to the best results. And also, I feel like the coaching staff deserved the best from us. So I don't think never that team did something wrong. Always it was positive and it was like, let's get this done. Always thinking positively. And always the most important thing, it was like a family. So I feel like everyone hold each one accountable every single time and everything was reflected on the, on the field. I would say so. And then after that, I think the schedule got a little bit easier, just playing more teams in our region. So you get team finish up, you know, an undefeated season. The only little blemish on the record was that draw against Eastern Florida State. You know, you roll, roll through the region championship, roll through the district championship tournament, and it's time to go to the national tournament. I know a lot of us thought that the Mustangs would be going in number one overall, but ended up as the number two seed. Uh, I know Coach Bernardo kind of you know, use that as motivation. I remember when he was talking about it and same thing with Coach Avila. Um, and obviously, you know, Tyler Junior College was the one that was number one overall. Um, so when you saw that number two ranking, did that motivate you guys to push a little bit harder and make sure you got there? For sure. Especially because the most important thing is that we believed on us. We believed in us and we, we were like, okay, this is our year. We're going to make it happen. And we did. And I feel like actually that's just a number, what is in the ranking. As long as you show and you demonstrate what you're capable of doing, you're going to get it. So especially when you have a team that is really committed and willing to do their best always. So, And I know we started that tournament. It was a little bit of a challenge. I remember we had some injuries and some, I think there was an unfortunate red card late in that first game that um, ended up leading to overtime. Yeah. I think it was a hand, a handball right, right in the goal. Um, and then, of course, you know, I think there was a penalty kick that you saved, if I remember correctly. And yes. then that was, so that, was, that was a tough start. You know, first game of pool play, ended up pulling out in overtime. You know, ran through the next game to go through the semifinals. And, and once again, just another big win for the team. I know there were a couple shutouts for you in there as well. And then you get to the championship game against Tyler. You know, they're coming in as the number one seed. And even in that game, they scored a goal right off the bat. I think in the second minute of the game, they scored. So, uh, let's get to that game right there. So early, early in the game, you fall behind really quickly. What are you thinking at that moment? Well, you're thinking, oh, my God, already they scored? You know, like the whole world went down, and I was like, this shouldn't have happened, right? But I didn't regret, regret too much because I think that's the worst thing, worst thing that you can do. What we all did is pick it up and start playing our game, and all of a sudden all, have, all the results came out, right? Like we – made it and I think that just because all the teammates not just because of us but just like everyone you know so I feel like it's really important just to like keep playing calmly 
I feel like everyone was calm and just play our game. That's it. That's why we did it. I remember that night very well. Just um, I think we had a basketball game and I rushed back home to make sure I was watching the entire game. And I think as I walked into my apartment was when that first goal went in. I was, I was obviously very upset and I was a little bit nervous the whole time too, just sitting there uh, yelling at my laptop screen. And then late in the first half, Francesca Sullivan heads that ball on a long, you know, long free kick. She gets that one in there and, and gets it right past the keeper. The game's tied right before halftime. What are you feeling at that moment? Well, I mean, that was the best feeling ever from that game at the beginning because when they scored, as I told you, it was like the whole world went down. But then when Francesca did that, it was awesome. Then we felt even more motivated to just keep going and like trying to get more goals, you know, and then everything that happened next, it was the best thing. And what really like impacted me the most is that everyone was there. Uh, the guys just came over. I don't remember. It was Florida, I think they were. They were like in Florida. They came with bus to Alabama just to watch us in the final. Jess was there. I feel like that's, that's well, no words. Also, um, uh, Melendez was there as well. So I feel like it's really important just to have that support and just makes you like, you saw like you, we score and we saw, we were looking at the bench, we were like, at the at the stands, sorry, and we were like, yeah, we gotta make it. We just gotta make it happen. So it was really, really like awesome. I remember that very well. I remember everyone in transit trying to get there that day. You know, Coach Melendez got he he took a flight down. I think I saw him the day before, and he was just ready to go. And Jess and the men's soccer team were like you said in Florida. They had just gotten knocked out in the semifinals of their tournament, and instead of sitting there and being upset about it. They took a bus all the way over to Alabama. So that was, that was a wild story. I remember that. And I, I just, I remember too, just watching that game when, with you guys playing in Alabama and it almost seemed like a home game with how loud the guys were and the team was. And then, you know, we scored the two second half goals, pick up the win and you see everybody celebrating. They all ran on the field. There were so many Monroe fans out there. The, some of the pictures we have you know, after the game, just so many people just lined up with you guys. So uh, what I mean, what was it like, you know, when those final seconds are, are ticking down and you know that you just won the national championship? Well, it was unbelievable. I thought that I was dreaming. I, I didn't think it was real in that moment. And the, my first reaction was just laying on the ground and I started crying because I couldn't believe it. I mean, it was a year, a tough year. And especially my, my previous year, I, as you said, I was injured. So I wasn't able to just enjoy as a student athlete, right? So then after that year, um, I was just thinking about like, yes, you deserve it, not just yourself, but all the team. Just because everyone has been super supportive. Everyone has been fighting really hard. And I don't know, it was awesome. And then we celebrated. And the most like special thing is that all, everyone was there. That's like family. And I don't think everyone would be willing to do the same thing that the men did, what Jess did, what Melinda did, that they are committed. And it doesn't matter where you are, they will always be there for you. So. Like, give you time right now, would you go back? I would be yes, for sure. And I wish I could repeat it every year. But unfortunately, this just happened once, and you just have to enjoy it. I remember being very upset myself that I couldn't make that trip just because, you know, there's only one of me. So I had to stay back and do everything with basketball. And then we had three teams playing in the national tournaments that week with volleyball and both soccer teams. So, you know, it's it's just it was a very special season, of course. So, you know, that just resulted in me having to do everything from home, but didn't make it any less special. 
Um, you know, I have my, my championship rings back here nice. to show off. One of them comes from, from this women's soccer team. Of course, the men's soccer team the next year, too, got one. And, it, you know, that was just a very, very special ride that year. And I think, uh, you know, uh, it's something that we hope is a consistent thing. You know, the women's team this past season as well made it to the championship game. You know, unfortunately, had a lot of injuries that week and just they were so tired and a red card as well in that game just didn't, you know, just didn't end the same way as we wanted. But again, just another, just the team is so impressive and consistent. It's really, it's really something special. Now, you mentioned that the year before you did have an injury and you missed the whole season that year. So um, what is, I mean, if you're comfortable talking about it, what, what happened that year and what was it like watching from the sidelines the whole season? So it was hard being honest with you. It was the first injury that ever happened to me since I'm playing soccer since I was four. Um, it happened to a practice. I, I was just practice practicing and I'm super competitive. And I remember I just put my leg wrong and I just fell a pop. All of a sudden I went to the ground and I was like, I don't know what happened. After 10 seconds, I stand up and I walk, but my knees started to get swollen. I don't know, something, something was going on, I knew. And then I just went with Jess, just the doctors and everything. And they told me that they, it looked like a, like a ACL meniscus tour, but I didn't believe it. I was just, well, let's see the MRI and let's see if that's true or not. And then when they told me, well, I went over surgery and everything was fine. And then just the hardest part was the recovery. And, but being honest with you, it wasn't that hard just because as I said before, and I know I'm repeating myself, but people like Jess, Melendez, Bobby, Raven, Andrew, Ashley, I think was there a little bit as well. They were always there for you. And I feel like anything you needed, they were just like mom and dad, right? I don't have my parents here. So I feel like they were like my parents kind of, you know? So it's, I, I would always remember that. And I always remember them wherever I go. So I'm really thankful for that. And because of them, it was not as hard as it's supposed to be. That's something I do hear a lot when talking to former athletes and even our coaches too, just the, you know, keeping everyone healthy, making sure they can get back to full strength and uh, staying on the field. And um, the, the trainers at Monroe actually just got started on their own Instagram account at Monroe Sports Med for you at home. Uh, they're doing a lot more of that now, especially with a lot more, you know, free time, everyone working remotely and trying to do some virtual workouts and things like that. So again, they're just, you know, they're trying to be as innovative as possible to help our athletes, both for the new for new Rochelle and for the express in the Bronx, they're all just teaming up and working on it. So they're, they're a really great team. You know, I'd say we're very lucky to have them. Um, so before, before 2017, you were here in 2016 and had really an excellent season. Um, you know, I look back cause I had to remind myself of this, that you were second in the NJCAA in goals against average and second in total goals allowed the whole season. Um, you had, I think it was a couple, a couple draws that year and just, the only loss that you had your whole time in Monroe, just one loss was the region championship game against ASA, but really strong year. Uh, I really think, you know, that set the table for what was going to happen two years later. Uh, what was, what was your first year like in Monroe and just, and what was it like having success, but the team not quite getting where you wanted them to go? So my first year being honest with you, it was nice. Like I love it just for the fact that uh, I had, I came, I came by myself, but I knew some players already. I knew Marta, Marta Turmo. She played with me in the Catalonia team. Well, she played like above, but I knew her. And also Chiki, 
um, Chiki uh, became Gemma Pla became a really good friend of mine. She's a really good friend of mine. She's like my sister, and we were dorming together. So I feel like that made make it much easier. Andrea as well, the Spaniard. Andrea and Gemma, they really make everything easier. Just because, like, of course, you came from a country that is not the same, right? And you are far away from your parents. So somehow you get along with people from the same culture as you, and they become sisters, you know? So it's really nice. Regarding soccer, I mean, I always remember the first day of weight room that we did. I was 18 at that time, and I've never did weight room lifting before right so I almost passed out I was like almost like throwing up on the way room I remember but just because of that everything made me stronger and even the first day I thought oh my god this is not made for me you know but uh, then I changed my mind I was like well you have to get it done everyone is able to do it why wouldn't you be able to do it you know so and soccer yes it was a shame that we lost against ASA I don't think we deserve it and I don't like to put in excuses, never, but the conditions that we played that game, I would always remember it was raining a lot. It was really windy and we couldn't even play the ball. Like you just saw the ball going back and forth and whoever got it was lucky. So I don't think we deserve that. And I wish we could go back and change that game for sure. But other than that, everything was awesome. I wish once again, I could be there again and be a freshman. One thing you hit on that I want to follow up with is just, you know, you said you had some friends that you knew coming in, but one thing about Monroe is that, and especially with our soccer teams, is that we get student athletes from everywhere all across the world. You know, you come from Spain, we have plenty from Brazil, and we get athletes from, you know, Japan and from all over Africa and South America and just really anywhere you could think of, England, really everywhere. Um, what was it like for you adapting to not only coming to the United States, and we'll follow up on that as well, but to, to um, learning how to get along with so many people from so many different cultures? Well, being honest, it was awesome because everyone was from another place and they, they were in the same situation as I was. So they were far from their parents, were far from their, from their friends, everyone. So I was in the same situation. So I feel like that makes you to get, be together with someone that you get the connection, you you feel homesick, you feel that you're not in the right place per se. Then you find people that are in the same situation and you get along and you become family and then you want to fight even more just because of the fact that it's challenging, right? That you're in a situation that not everyone is, so you are different per se, right? So I feel like that was really good. Also, I remember one girl from Japan, Moe, that right now, actually she's playing with Juliana that in Oregon yes so you see small world they they are playing together now and it, I don't know it's awesome so I told Juliana that that girl is awesome and I met her when I was a freshman so now they're together in the team and everything so I don't know I feel like that's awesome because you get connections from everywhere as well yeah that's that's also seems to be the story I hear from a lot of different athletes is that it's really you know, it's, it's a growing experience, kind of learning from, of different cultures. And that, again, you all share one thing in common, that you're so far from home. So, you know, it's really great. And I think it's that's one of my favorite things about Monroe is that I get to learn about so many athletes from so many different cultures as well. And it really is something that, you know, you don't see that everywhere. So it's something that's definitely special about Monroe College. Um, speaking about Monroe, uh, what was it that helped you find Monroe and, you know, attracted you to coming here in the first place? So I was talking to one of my 
teammates in Spain that she was in Atlanta and she told me that she would love me to go there to her university but I didn't want to go to Atlanta honestly and I was kind of confused if I should leave home or not so then I started like creating my highlights videos and everything and uh, Marta Marta Tulmo told me that uh, they were they needed a goalkeeper so she spoke with Jonathan the coach and they talked and everything and they offered me a good opportunity to come here and just join Monroe College and everything. So I said, well, I think I'm going to do it. So just like with my eyes closed, I, I accepted and I just came here. Was there anything special about coming to New York for you? Oh, for sure. For sure. Of course, I feel like it's much better if you have a, a huge city, a big city, a beautiful city next to it, you know? So Monroe College is like literally 30 minutes by train just going to the city. So I feel like that's a huge, I um, say, attract to the people that want to come study and be close to that city for sure. Yeah, that's, that's definitely an advantage of coming to Monroe College too, is that everyone really loves to see New York City. Um, you know, of course, I think even now with everything going on, I think it's still um, a big drawing point for us. And, you know, we'll get to current landscape a little in a little while too. But, um, you know, you, you said that it was a little bit tough for you to leave home. You weren't sure if you wanted to do it. Um, what was it like, you know, first learning to, you know, first finding soccer uh, when you were really young? And I think you said you, when you were four years old, you started playing. And then what, at what point did you learn that you could make more of soccer, you know, getting an education, coming to the United States, everything like that? Well, being honest with you, I didn't think that I I would never come to United States because I'm a, like, I love being home and I love being with my friends and my, just my, my place. Right. But after I finished studying in, in Spain, that it was really hard because I was with soccer. Right. And I, I had to go to Barcelona where, from where I live. So that took me like one hour and a half to train. And that took me a long time from studying and just like taking care of myself. So I couldn't combine both of them. So I've heard and I talked to my friend and she, and she told me, oh, it's much better if you come to the United States because when you are in college, they really help you out with that stuff. You can combine both things at the same in, and do both things at the same time. So I was like, well, I'm going to look more into it and then I'm going to see. So just because of that, uh, and I feel like also it would be like a great experience, just not because I'm, I'm going to United States, but also because English is really important, right? So I just decided to just like, take the train and being honest with you, I don't regret it at all. It's the best thing I've ever done in my life, just like personally, so. That's great. And um, how much English did you know coming to the United States? So since I was little, I was six, uh, my parents um, signed me up in a, like, you know, when you go to school, but you have like extra classes. So I was always doing like two hours of extra classes per week. So that helped me out a lot. Also in school in Spain, you have like required hours that you have to get in school. So that helped me out as well. So I knew, I knew English, I understood most likely everything, but it's not the same because you don't do as much speaking in school. You do more like writing, grammar and reading, you know, listening. But I knew, I knew some just that, of course, when I, when I first came, I had to like just pace myself and not study because I was more or less good, but I need to just understand more people. And I didn't know a lot how to like reply when they talked to me. I was, I had to think a lot in order to try to make sense what I was saying, but it was really, really cool. 
of course, like we said before we started recording, you know, I, all my conversations with you have been very, you know, easy to understand. So I think you've done a really good job with that, of course. Thank you. But of course, you know, you also came to New York where it actually would have been easy to get by only speaking Spanish if you had to. So I think you, pick, you picked a good place to start in. Hey, Mustangs. I just wanted to tell you about the brand new Monroe Mustang Sideline Store, powered by our apparel partner, BSN Sports. Create your own unique piece of Mustang gear by choosing from hundreds of apparel options, colors, graphics, and your choice of the new Monroe Mustangs logo collection. Through the month of December, you can use the code DEC20, that's DEC20, to take 20% off your order of $85 or more. Visit the Monroe Mustang Sideline Store at MonroeCollegeMustangs.com slash shop and gear up for the new school year. So now, with that being a second language, and like you said, you'd study it for a long time, you know, you came here and you really excelled in the classroom as well. Um, one thing that was special to me that I don't think everyone really grasps the importance of is that you were a COSIDA Academic All-American. Um, it's the College Sports Information Directors of America. So, you know, it's an organization I'm a part of and it's a... Uh, Something that's really, really like important in my, my line of thinking that this is like a really, really big award. It's usually got a big sponsor. It's always Capital One or it used to be Google. Um, you know, so um, what helped you, you know, stay focused in the classroom and do so well? And obviously, you know, that helped you get to the next stage as well. So I remember when, when I went sometimes to the, how do you say, when we had the, do you remember the main room? We go to the hallway and we have the classes where they help student athletes. I don't remember the exact name. Yeah. I remember when I went there sometimes, Main Hall, I think it was in Main Hall. And we do we had like two tutors, right? So if you have any questions or you need help with assignments, of course they, they wouldn't do it, of course not, but they would guide you and make you understand how how to do that assignment right so i remember that at the beginning i was there most of the times just to make sure and clarifying that i was in the right page because i'm super perfectionist so i like to know what i'm doing and why i'm doing it so and they they were really 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 helpful so that's one thing that i love from monroe as well anytime that you needed help not just in in school you had tutors for you so you just go there make an appointment just or go there and sit down and wait your turn and you had someone from a specific subject, let's say I needed help with IIT or I don't know, English, they had a specific tutor that could help you out and you could do your assignment with that person. That's great. And I think it's something that's also very special about Monroe and something I've been very impressed with in my three plus years that I've been there is that we are a very strong academic athletic program. Uh, I mean, every year, so, and again, like I said, the, those COSIDA Academic All-America Awards are very important to me. And, you know, that was, uh, since my first year there, we've had people, we've had athletes that are winning these awards. And, uh, you know, you really reach the, the really the, the top level at that point when you uh, are an Academic All-American like that. So just something that I was very proud of when I saw our, our athletes doing that, especially you doing that. Um, and then, that, then uh, you know, academics and athletics, help you get to the next level when you're, you know, when you're playing at a junior college. So you eventually committed to Long Beach State University, Division One out in California. Uh, what helped you come to that decision? What made you choose them? Uh, so I was like, well, you are in New York right now. It's cold. The weather is different, right? The weather is different. Everyone agrees. Um, the sport, yes, you can play the sport every year, all the year, right? But 
when it's cold, you are not playing outside, you're playing indoors, right? I start thinking over everything. I just like did the, I balance it, right? And I was like, well, now maybe it's the time to just go to the opposite place. And also all the way to the other side, right? So I was like, I think I'm, I'm gonna try California and also because it's really similar from where I live. I live like in the Mediterranean, right? So everything is like beach and just like good weather right now. It's, it's not cold at all, it's, it's good weather. The sports, you can always be outside no matter what because it's, it's good, it's, it's awesome. So just wanted to change a little bit and feel like I'm, I was like more in an environment like home. I'm not saying about people, I'm saying about like the weather and like the location and everything. So just because of that and also because the coach really attract me because he's uh, Argentinian. So I feel like the way of playing soccer also would be to my style of play. So once I get there and I did official visit and visit and I know everyone, I was like, yes, I feel like that would be a good place to be in. And the only thing I, I was like just a little bit concerned about is that my team, all the girls are American, right? So that was my only like fair per se, you know, because I was used to be in a team where you already know, right? Brazilians, uh, England, Spaniards, right? So I was like, wow, this actually is going to be challenging because everyone's American besides myself. So that was the only thing that I thought that, mm. but then I just, I just committed. Was it a challenge that first year to interact with everybody knowing that they were all Americans or was it something you were a little bit more used to having been here already? Yes, it was challenging a little bit because, I mean, when I was in Monroe, I barely spoke English. Yeah, I spoke English and I, I met people like Taylor, right? The other goalkeeper and Jasmine as well. Of course, they are American, but, and I really love them, but it's different when you have the whole team that they are Americans. They barely speak Spanish, you know? So, and the culture is different as well. It's different from Brazilians, it's different from Spaniards, from Mexicans, it's really different. At the beginning, it was a little bit hard because I didn't know how to approach them, you know, because I'm super like outgoing, joking and everything. And I know people sometimes kind of get you the same way, correct? But then after one month, everything was fine, smooth, it was getting better. So we're really good people and I don't regret about my decision. It was one of the best things I've done too. Not just being to Monroe College, but like here to Long Beach State, for sure. How did that first season go for you? I know you were the starting goalkeeper out there, played, started pretty much every game, just other than a couple from what I saw. Um, so you know, what, how would you say that first season went? First season, good. I mean, it was, the thing is that the first game against UCLA, I'd, I wasn't supposed to play. It's just that the, the first starting goalkeeper that she was there for two years already uh, got sick in the warm-up. Right. So all of a sudden the coach told me, Marta, it's going to be your time right now. Be ready. And that was 15 minutes before kickoff. I was like, well, let's do it. You know, like I had to do that change of mind. Like, okay, I'm going to the bench. You can, you can just chill a little bit. But all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, change that mind. So I changed my mind and then we, we, we lost 0-1, but that was my best game that I have with Long Beach State. We had, 2,237 people or something like that. It was the record. It was like when we got more people watching us. So, I mean, it was the best experience, like 
being in Morocco, I in Long Beach State because it was my first game and it was the best game that I played. So it was really, really good. And it's cool to even hear that you get to, you know, you compete against a school like UCLA in your first start. Uh, well, yeah, your first start. Um, you know, you hear that name, it sounds like it's a big school, but, you know, you had just come off playing for a national championship. And while Tyler Junior College doesn't exactly sound the same as UCLA, you know, you really were already uh, experienced playing the best of the best. So, um, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure you handled the pressure pretty well. It's just jumping into that mindset of, oh, I'm starting 15 minutes before the game. Yeah. Um, and then just when you look back on the season, you know, the whole after all was said and done, um, how did you feel about year one? Well, I felt good. I just feel like you always have to have the mentality of wanting more, right? You have to be hungry and you cannot be just like, okay, I did it. That's it. No, you always have to be hungry and just fight and try to get more accomplishments, right? Because it's like life. If you stay always in the same line and you don't want to improve, you don't want to grow, then you're not going to you're not going to have success. You won't learn. It's going to be bad. So that's my, my opinion. And of course, Long Beach State University is a little bit different than Monroe colleges. Um, you know, we're yeah. much more of an urban campus, you know, that's probably a bigger campus out there. I don't, I don't know it well myself, but um, what was it like adapting to a completely different university lifestyle? And um, what were some of, you know, some of your better experiences this last year and a half? So I remember because I was working in the school as well. So we, I was working as event stuff. So we got like a little car, you know, the golf carts. I was always going around with the golf carts and I was working as event stuff. So just like preparing tables and like putting things in the track and field area, in the basketball area, you know, moving around and everything. So I remember one time that um, I was with the golf cart and I was with someone else working with me. And because it's really big, the campus, like it has like a lot of levels. I was like, well, let me take the car and I'm just going to go around to make a lap and something. And it's nice. It's really nice. Like, but the thing is like from going one place to another one, you take like time. It's not like more that we go to main hall and then we go to treatment. And then, you know, like you there basically like two minutes. No, it's like really big. And you have to go ahead of time. If you have class, like in all the way up, to, from the campus, you have to be there, like, you have to walk for 15 minutes for sure. So I remember that and good memories about everything is just that I had classes from six to 10 every Wednesday. So I would just like finish practice in the morning, like around 12, 11, then go treatment, then I would go home, then I would work a little bit and then I would go class. So my days were pretty good. I had a lot of availability. So I could work, work out, and just train. So I feel like my schedule was really good. Also, they help you a lot with school. They have like tutoring and everything. So it wasn't hard at all. Also, the fact of doing the master's program, right? You know a lot of people from different areas. My class, it has been the, like we have 50 people in my class around that. So we have been the, the class that we have been more people, more people. So really good because you knew people from around the world as well so I mean everything that I've lived here they are good experiences that's that's great to hear and you know just to clarify because you did mention the master's classes that you were at Monroe for three years and as an excellent student I'm sure you had a bit of a head start um, when you were going out to Long Beach State so um, you know you were able to complete a master's program already and again you know we talked about that before the show we will get to that but um, 
I want to talk about this past fall and I guess a little bit before that. Obviously, in March, we started having the COVID-19 pandemic. And, you know, I'm sure that cut off your non-traditional spring season and just like it did for us um, and all the spring sports had to shut down and everything just kind of stopped for a number of months. And just like us, you know, your team didn't have a fall season this year as well. Um, so, the, you know, the entire fall semester for you didn't, you know, no competition or anything like that. So, um, you know, we can, we can start back in March and then just kind of take it through there. What, what, was, what were the first reactions and how did, it, how did this pandemic first affect you and, and your team, per se? Well, of course, at the beginning, it was shocking because nobody expected that, right? Also, I don't think nobody expected that it would last a long time. So at the beginning, we were, well, like to see how it's going to end up, how it's going to go. But we started doing Zoom calls. Uh, people were set, people were like like anxious, saying that we wouldn't play, you know, like people were rushing, people were like oh, super negative. And the fact that just like thoughts, like, oh my God, what I'm going to do now? What about everything? But how do did we respond as a team? Everyone was really positive. All right, let's calm down. Let's just see what's going to happen. We all are in this together. So I don't feel nobody was negative towards anything. And the thing that the coaches are being really supportive as well, really pushing us through every day. We have like Zoom meetings, like just three times per day, three times per week, sorry. And always what we have been talking about is like positive things. So no reason why we would be negative. But throughout these months, to me personally, uh, it was bad just in the fact that everyone was getting like either sick or everything shut down. But to me, it was not that bad because I, I met new people and also I started work, working coaching. So I had my kids that I coach as well. And that made me really like see how I'm capable of doing what I like the most, that is soccer. So I'm able to teach them and do exercises with them. So I just love what I'm doing. And I've been doing since March. So I'm coaching since, since March. And it's something I want to keep doing because I love it. And I don't feel like that's a job. I feel like that's more like a lifestyle. So I just want to keep doing and keep like enjoying it, honestly. That's awesome. I mean, we all want to continue doing what we love, you know. Um, it, it, and I'm glad you were able to find that too, um, especially because as you were telling me before we, we got on here today, uh, that since the fall season didn't happen for you and you're now actually graduating with your master's in January, that that's going to be it for you for, for soccer. So uh, I guess walk me through what you're feeling with that as well. You know, you've accomplished so much, especially off the field as well. Um, you know, but you're about to miss out on what would have been the final season. Of course, you know, I think we gave you a pretty good sophomore season at Monroe to send you off here. But um, just what are, what are some of your thoughts on all that? Well, I can say that, of course, I achieved a lot, but I'm a person that I'm always hungry. And of course, I feel like a little bit empty just for the fact that I'm not going to play my senior season, right? But once I figured that I wouldn't be able to play my senior season, I was bad for like one week and sad, you know, think about everything, all the effort that I put into it, right? Like early practice in the morning, 6 a.m. weight room, then work, and then at night workout, you know, all my, my, my grinding on everything because it's just how I am. I'm super committed and ded dedicated, right? But then um, I just had the opportunity to play beach soccer. So I just went to training. 
at the beach right here in Long Beach. And right now I'm doing, I'm playing beach soccer. So I'm not doing goalie anymore. I'm playing at the beach and I'm having a lot of fun. Also super like, you have to be really fit and really good with your feet. So I feel like that's something challenging, but that I love doing. So now I'm scoring so many goals that I didn't score throughout 20 years of my life. And I'm super happy. And also it's like, it's a sport that, of course, it's soccer, but it's different, right? So make that change of mind of like, okay, you want to play beach soccer now? Never, I've never done it. It's something challenging. So it makes me work even harder. So that's what I like a lot when you change things and you have to approach different things and overcome. So I just love it that I'm having so fun right now. So I'm happy with it. I'm glad to hear that too, because it's, it's always good to hear, you know, how a lot of people are using this time to try different things and learn different things. So, you know, that just staying focused on soccer, but still finding something, a new way to play it, a new way to go about it is that's, that's just really cool to me. Uh, I'm sure that's, that's a lot of fun. Um, and I, as I mentioned, you know, now you'll be graduating next month in January from Long Beach State with your master's. So what's, what's the plan after that? Honestly, um, I don't think right now it's a good time to go back home. Uh, I think I'm going to stay here so far. I don't know, I don't know what I'm going to do overall, but I want to stay here. I'm going to graduate and then let's see how it's going to go. But so far, I just want to stay here in the United States. I feel like that's a great opportunity, not just to play soccer, but to work as well. I feel like economically, it's a good place to be. And I would like to be here in the future. But as you, as you know, uh, now I'm here. Tomorrow I might be in Japan. I don't know. But that's a, that's a plan right now. What was it like throughout all this? I imagine you weren't able to really go home and you have a, a lot of family back home. So what was it like, you know, knowing all this is going on and having everyone, you know, back, back at home as well, having to deal with it and having to, you know, stay with them remotely and not really having to, inter- being able to interact or see family and friends and everything like that? Well, it's sad. Honestly, it's sad. It's been one year and four months already that I'm not home. And it's tough. Of course, you have your days where you just think what I'm doing here, I wish I was home, right? But at the end of the day, being home is your comfort zone, right? So what I wouldn't like is just to be home for a long time, just because I feel like here I just found my place, right? I just find my ways to do things, how to overcome the things by myself. And once you get the rhythm of just doing things by yourself and figure out everything, then when you're home, you're like, you find everything weird just because you found out how to do everything just by yourself, you know? So I feel like it's pretty cool feeling that feeling because you feel like you you have grown and you are a better person and athlete as well because I feel like everything that I am is just because, it's not just because as a, I learn as a person, but just because of soccer as well because of knowing people of just like different circumstances to deal with, right? But Anytime soon, if I'm able, I'm going to go home just to visit. But so far, I'm just going to stay here because everything is bad again with Corona. So I don't think it's a good time to risk it, honestly. Yeah, I would have to agree, unfortunately, with that. You know, um, hopefully soon, you know, things, you know, we're starting to get a little bit of good news for things coming up in the future. Um, Obviously, we need to stay diligent and protect ourselves for now until we get to that point. But I really do hope at some point soon that you are able to safely travel back home and see everybody because, and I can't, I just can't imagine, you know, how, much, how tough that must be, even just, just being over here in the first place for months at a time, let alone right now. Yeah. Um, so 
you know, you're getting, you're getting into coaching, it sounds like, and obviously, you know, that sounds great. I'm sure it's something you really love. And I'm sure that means that, you know, you're enjoying teaching the younger audience and younger soccer players. So one thing I would like to know if we circle back to Monroe a little bit is let's say, um, you know, a student athlete was either was considering Monroe or was about to come start there. What's some advice that you would give, you know, an incoming freshman or a transfer student or just someone that's young coming to the United States to play soccer? What I would say is that please uh, be always thankful and say thank you to people that are always there. Like, as I said, people like you, Jess, Melendez, if you're a good person and you behave how you have to behave as a student athlete, you will always have their support, right? They will always be there for you. Also, feel like you have to work hard. You are not just there just to be someone else, right? Just to, to get your time, spend your time. No, I feel like you have to be committed. You have to honor the jersey that you are wearing because not just because of you're playing right now, but just because of the alumni as well, it's really important because everything that we have done, not just our team, but like more people that were before us, they have put a lot of work into it, especially people that they work for us, right? Like trainers, coaches. So I feel like you have to always have that in mind that it's not just like spending your time and having fun. Also, I feel like you have to follow the rules. You have to be respectful. You have to enjoy your time as a student athlete, for sure. I'm not saying that, but you have to give a good image. For example, don't, don't steal in a store or don't do anything, especially being a Monroe College athlete or just wearing the shirts of our, our college, right? Because that would be really bad and really bad image for the college, and we don't want that at all. So basically, just behave like a human being and as a student athlete because nobody from that program deserves anything bad. So I just feel like be respectful. Just follow what the coaches say, what your teammates say, and just that's it. Simple. Some very good advice from someone that's, you know, been through plenty of experiences with Monroe and then, you know, moving on to another college as well. So. I know, I, you know, I appreciate that. And I'm sure anybody that's listening that's coming in, thinking about it or about to start with us or, you know, has been waiting to start with us after this lost season so far, uh, I'm sure they can very much appreciate that. So we're coming to the end of the time, our time here. And I, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I, I think this was, this was fantastic. You know, I'm very happy to have had you on. Um, where can our audience follow you and, and see, you know, what you're doing now and where you're going with things in the future? Oh, they can follow me on Instagram if they want to. Um, well, I don't know, David, if, you, if I should write it to you or I just should say it, like how my username is. Well, you can provide it afterwards. You can say it. I'll put it, I'll put it in the caption. <laughs> okay, sounds good. So, and then to reach out to me, you can give them my, my email. That would be really awesome. I'm always super open. I'm open-minded. I, I love to listen to people. There's concerns, advices. I'm always here to help. And just try to make things better for sure. Oh, that's fantastic. And for the audience at home, thank you so much for watching again. Make sure you're following us on Spotify, on Instagram at Monroe Mustangs. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on YouTube, especially. Make sure you watch this and all of our past episodes as well. And, you know, hopefully we're going to have some really good ones like this coming up in the future as well. Marta, thank you again so much for joining me today. I'm glad to have you on. Good luck with everything. Stay safe out there. Enjoy the warm weather while you still can, of course. Uh, it's cold here, but I'm so I'm a little bit jealous. But, you know, again, just stay safe, stay healthy, and good luck with everything. Thank you, likewise. Thank you so much for everything. Thank you. And 
everyone else, we'll see you next week.